0: Here it is, aka Patters Day 14 of the 31 Days of Dread. Day 2 overall of Frankenweenie. That's right, back to back Frankenweenies. But we really have to talk about this movie. So you walk into a room, walk into a room, stop and go animation, all over the place, and you're prepared to all agree. That Nightmare Before Christmas is the greatest stop-and-go animation movie of all time. It's imaginative. It's already a classic. It's quoted. It's cited. The merchandise sells to the moon and back. We got Tim Burton, Henry Selick, Henry Selick, excuse me. But, yeah, everyone votes and everyone says this is it. Uh, and everything else, uh, well, yeah, let's debate that. Is a Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. The list goes on and on. Hey, maybe even the Ra- uh, Raskin and Bass Rudolph head. Let's just put those in there. Sequences from Elf. I'm AK Pad, AK Pad 6 Nine. I'm known to you, to the listeners as the film buff, and you're smack right in the middle we're almost like halfway through the 31 days of dread 2023 seven years going but welcome to it people because my mind was blown tonight and i don't know why because previously when i watched frank and weenie i feel like i watched it i got through the movie that short film the short film we did yesterday Uh, It just hit me so hard, mostly because the storytelling of it, it's just, it's perfection, it's, it moves, it moves you, Uh, imagery that stays with you, like I said, the the dog resurrecting with the, with the, with the cars at the end, you know, like the town coming together to bring that dog back to life. The gag of the dog drinking the water with the water uh, uh, sprouting through its uh, <laughs> the, the uh, stitching of its neck. It's good stuff. And it's insanely impressive when you look at the young mind of Tim Burton. And then he would later be fired for that short film. So he returns to Disney. Now his return to Disney is one of the most glorious Returns in Hollywood history, in all of film history, he gives them Nightmare Before Christmas, but this is the true masterpiece, Frankenweenie. It's just funny. I'm even (laughs) saying it. 2012, forty million dollar budget. It doubled, eighty eighty milli in the box office music by Danny Elfman known as writer voice and this movie is a spiritual or a uh, companion sequel or just a companion piece to Edward Scissorhands uh, you kind of can just imagine same type of family same type of neighborhood I believe the, the two these two movies should be watched back to back But then we have a black and white movie. So we know what we're emulating, right? Universal horror. But this movie, the shots and the lighting effects. The lighting effects alone and knowing it's stop and go animation. Now we know where the plot's going, but the plot does swerve because we have a, a bigger story. We have new characters. We have a bigger situation. We have a science fair that Victor Frankenstein needs to win. Perfect, right? And then along the way, uh, Igor, Igor, his his neighbor, leaks to his other scientific friends how to resurrect animals. <laughs> Okay so we we have all his competitors now uh race it's like an arms race so they all just resurrect their pets and and it just goes crazy uh we we have a Godzilla moment we have a cat that transforms into a bat we have sea monkeys that uh become the gremlins of of the town so the third act just goes right to the uh, right through the glass shatters the glass and it just becomes a, a lot like Mars attacks it's just chaotic but then we go back to the windmill to the fire to the dog saving Victor and the town seeing the dog sacrifice himself and realizing that the dog is good and the dog is not evil so we get the same ending but I would put this movie above Nightmare Before Christmas on the sheer velocity of what happens with black and white black and white is the filmmaker's sketchbook it's it's a filmmaker's positioning it's a filmmaker's dream to make a beautiful looking black and white movie every single filmmaker i it, it imagines black and white i i would even argue that they dream of making a black and white movie uh this is one of the reasons why we're so deeply connected to woody allen he never abandoned this practice throughout his career he deserves a ton of credit but people i previously saw this movie i watched it a few years ago hoping to do it for the 31 days of dread this year i felt like it was providence that we can do another animal resurrection movie let's go this is our fourth one in the row now <laughs> we can go up to six if i just jump in the, into the pet cemeteries I thought I saw this, I thought I knew what it was, I thought I knew what to expect. And it's amazing when you sit down and you just let something educate you all over again. And you you dump these things you think you know and, and your expectations are gone and you become a good audience member, you become a prepared audience member. With all of that said, you have to watch this movie. This is the greatest stop-and-go animated movie of all time. I'm not even sure if it's close. Nightmare Before Christmas throws everything in the kitchen sink at you. It is a complete film experience. But this is filmmaking. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's wild. It's small. It's intimate. It's real. It's sad. You feel... You literally feel for this kid when you feel the love he has for his dog. And if you're out there and you have any compassion towards pets and animals, I think you guys know where this is going. But let me jump ship, aka Patterson, because I don't know what we're doing for day 15. I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. I'm going to figure it out. Uh, The weekend's coming up, so I'm going to have time. To figure out the next couple moves. A.K.A. Pat here. The film buff. It, it was a pleasure hanging out with all of you. Thank you.